0: welcome to the rocks and roots podcast coming at you once again from the car we are driving back home i am one of your hosts tumbles and to the left of me driving is cranky Hi, crank we just got hit with some sort
1: of goo on the windshield (laughs) welcome to the most unprofessional podcast on the internet
0: So, please forgive us for the background noise. You may hear some honking, you may hear some brakes, but we can't help that, sorry. You may hear me cursing. Well, it's standard.
1: (laughs) So, today, we went from... I know we ended at, um...
0: Where the fuck is there traffic? We're dealing with some volume today. On Route 81.
1: So, we went from... (laughs) We ended up at uh, Nicholas Hollow. We started at...
0: Mile marker uh, 929 point something something. And we ended ended up up at at 938.1. Yes.
1: Um, So it was interesting. Our plans changed because we don't plan things sometimes and are stupid.
0: Best laid plans. Yes. So yesterday
1: we both got fresh tattoos, yep. and tattoos, and backpacks, and sweat, um... Don't go together. Yeah, and dirt on trail. Do not go together and lead to infections and ruining your new ink. So we adjusted
0: our plans. So the plan originally was that because I am off for the new and very very important holiday of Juneteenth that I told Crank here to take a day off from work which I was glad to do all right thank you so much so we were going to do a substantial chunk of the Shenandoahs over the course of two days well back in April Crank made the Reservations for the tattoos, and it turned out to be the day before our Shenandoah hike. That's okay. We thought that was okay, right, right? No.
1: No. <laughs> we were advised by our artists to not do that.
0: Yes, and because my new tattoos are on my back. Probably having a pack and hiking with the pack on for eight to twelve miles would not be the greatest idea.
1: You wouldn't have a tattoo left. At no, the
0: end. yeah, yeah, yeah. Since it's, it's it was less than twenty four hours old, it would just it would rub nicely away. Yep. it's so, not how they work. They don't like rub
1: fully away, but it it would fade. <laughs> yeah. uh, and like literally, chunks could come out. So, we adjusted our plans, and we did those mile markers as we discussed. Fortunately, we still had the lovely Nina shuttling us, which leads us to our first hint of the day. Not many people use it anymore. Uh, it's kind of an old-school thing. Yes. But the A wall guide sucks. Don't use it. Throw it out. Or use it as a backup um, in case your shit runs out of batteries or fails. So where we parked there is a parking area very small like four or five cars at mile 938.1 on Skyline Drive Uh, communicated that to Nina the amazing shuttle driver but that is not in the AWOL guide so we (coughs) pulled in and we're waiting and we're waiting and no Nina it gave us time to clean up the tattoos and Wash them ahead of the hike, which we'll talk about maintenance in a bit. Um, I was like, wait a minute. I bet she is at the Pinnacle Picnic area, which is a mile up the road. Point two up the road. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, got in the vehicle, left Tumbles here, just in case she did show up where we were supposed to meet. And yep, sure enough, she was going by the Wall guide. Mm-hmm. So, met up, it was fine, but... Um,
0: and we, we highly suggested that she download at least the Shenandoah and Northern Virginia section of Gut Hook. Yes.
1: The AWOL guide sucks. Use it, like I said, use it as backup and then when you complete the sections, rip them out use them as fire starters.
0: I mean, we never used AWOL, so I don't know whether or not the rest of the trail is pretty... Accurate. It could be just there are these little um, offshoot parking areas in the park in the Shenandoah Park, and it just happens to be connected to the trail by a few yards. I don't know. Well, regardless, you can't
1: update a printed book. You can update a digital map. Or immediately, correct. So that's the they do other come way. out with
0: a wall guides every year, but um, yeah, with gut hook as I would hope a lot of you know you can comment underneath all of the little stops along the way and water sources. Yes yeah, so you're getting up-to-date accurate
1: information which hopefully oh all- yes that is how many times but hopefully all of you know this. So do you want to talk about tattoo care as I break for traffic?
0: <laughs> sure. Oh well now we're gonna get back to Jersey. Uh, so <laughs> so, yes, uh, like we said, we got our tattoos about 24 hours ago at this point. Crank got a nice piece down the side of his thigh. I got two pretty pretty well-sized pieces on my back. And the normal maintenance, if you do have tattoos, even if you don't, you're going to listen to this, is uh, a very mild liquid soap, um, Pat it down, Like baby soap. Baby, yeah. Ideally, baby soap is the best. And then wash the soap away. Pat it. Always pat it. Don't wipe it dry. Um, Pat it dry and then add your Aquaphor. And that's like the go-to or your... um, What's another one? There's um,
1: Tattoo Renew. Renew, yeah. That will work for... Even though it's designed for older tattoos, it'll work for new tattoos as well. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of stuff out there. But as a side... Uh, Getting a tattoo down your entire thigh right on top of your sciatic nerve sucks. (laughs) I was holding on for dear life.
0: Yeah, I got mine done a few years ago. Yeah, that was not pleasant. Um, So, hoo ha we asked our artist, you know, whether or not we could actually go hiking to sweat a bit. He's like, sweating is not going to hurt your tattoo. However, anything rubbing on it, best you don't put anything on uh the area that has been inked so we're like fine we will modify the plans and do those 8.5 miles and i gotta say it's a damn
1: good thing we did because that kicked our
0: asses Mm -hmm. so uh tattoos are an open wound yep and you feel like you've gone through a, a boxing round after you get a tattoo. I, it does depend on the size, mind you, but yesterday I felt like I went through a workout. And today we both felt in these tiny little uphills, just out of breath and kind of a little bit out of sorts. <laughs> it felt like climbing Mercy Mount,
1: Mount last Marcy. week. Yeah. yeah, it was the same. So yeah, your body has suffered a trauma and it goes into mild shock and healing mode mm-hmm. and does not spend or use energy as
0: efficiently. And, um, yeah, 8.4 miles kicked our ass today. Yeah. Uh, what was it? Uh, now two years ago. Yeah, it must've been two years ago because last year was COVID. Uh, two years ago I had gotten a tattoo and I was... I always plan things. He always plans things so well. <laughs> uh, I was running a half marathon a week later. So once again, I love our artist. Yes. Um I said listen, I'm going to be running 13 miles. Um will this ruin it? He's like, "No, nah, it's not going to hurt it. Just cover it up if it's going to rub and uh, good luck." And thank God, because it was very fine line work. It was fine. So, guys, what we're trying to say is if you do have ink, if you're planning on getting ink, you have some outdoor activity you would like to do, just be smart. And be smart.
1: (laughs) Yep. Uh, Plan and be smart. And so we obviously brought everything
0: we needed to take care of it today. But let's talk about the actual trail section. The trail section was quite pleasant. It was uh, the remedy we needed after our wonderful Mount Marcy trip it was a good balance i would say would you agree i would agree just like everything else in the
1: shenandoah it was <laughs> gradual uphill mm-hmm. to the point where you barely notice and then you look at your map and you look at the train and you realize wow we've gained two thousand feet of elevation which was shocking when yes. you said that I got it's to tell you. <laughs> very very gradual so last week we reported on some of the of that area um, that area was laid out was um, wh- holy shit what's the word I'm looking for when you map out an area initially? Surveyed! Good job! <laughs> Good job. <laughs> <laughs> was surveyed and laid out by Myron Avery and I spent the entire day thanking him. Like There's sections where they could have very easily cut down into the side of the hill But no, they built really nice stone walls just to keep it flat and level. And I really appreciated dead Myron Avery today. Thank you so much. (laughs) Dead Myron (laughs) Avery.
0: Yes. When Nina dropped us off at our starting point, we were pretty high for the park in elevation at that point. At about 3,500 feet, we gained about... 400 to get to the highest point of our day and then we well i said we gained 20 something hundred i mean it was definitely up and down but at the highest point we were about at 80 30 850 yep i would say uh there was an overlook the one big mountain of the day we said screw it because it was a blue trail and uh we wanted to get done and get some lunch so we did see and there is an amazing there is an amazing overlook view. in that section um big
1: stony Stony man man. and then there's little stony man stony man (laughs) so we stopped at big stony man and it is gorgeous it is absolutely gorgeous the weather today was perfect no humidity it's about 77 degrees and no moisture yeah yeah no light breeze it was fantastic um i normally i don't know what's happening to me i normally don't like well we were the day hikers today so i really couldn't criticize them. I normally don't like kids or families on trail, but as we're passing, well, all the little kids that we pass that their parents are making them hike looked miserable, <laughs> but we're passing them, and I just like, you know, I think it's really great that this has such great access, like, anyone can just come into a tiny section of the trail. Who the norm- fuck are you? Yeah, normally that is not my attitude. Normally I'm like, get the fuck off my trail, but... Uh-huh. I guess my heart grew two sizes
0: bigger today. Maybe overnight, I, I don't know. Yeah, I what don't did you know. eat last night?
1: Um, delicious burgers.
0: Yeah, among
1: other things. And chocolate. Yes.
0: Um, anyway.
1: Uh, yeah. Really, there's not much to say about the trail. It's just it's Shenandoah. It's typical Shenandoah. It's easy. We have Forty-one going.
0: miles in this goddamn section left, and I can't wait till we finish it. But I will miss it because we are going to hit higher elevations and up and downs and I'm going to regret wishing this away. Yeah, you're going to regret
1: wishing this away. Absolutely. So two more trips. It's always two more trips. Yep. Like every time we come, we're like, all right, only two more trips and then something happens and we are not able to do the mileage that we want and then it's like two more trips. So two more trips and this shit will be done.
0: We have 170 miles till we reach 1,000. Amazing! I can't. That's that's my, at least my huge milestone for the year uh, for eighteen miles. I don't know about you.
1: I and we will hit that sometime in twenty twenty one. It might not be the summer, but it'll be at some point this year. Right. I agree. That's going to be a huge milestone. Okay. <clears throat> Plants today. I found Canadian U. Canadian Maid? No, Canadian U. Oh. <laughs> like a who's on first thing. Here. <laughs> um it grows in the mountains. It looks like a little Christmas bush. Um that's really all I can say about it. Is it, it poisonous? At the I it looks like every other like pine type, so no. I would imagine that it is not.
0: It is lo- very low to the ground. Yes. It's like a ground it's a ground cloth basically.
1: Yep. Um, what did you find for plants today?
0: I found a plant that I recognized from the from last year when we were in the Shenandoah uh, was red columbine or mountain columbine. It is a very pretty pinky red flower. It, it drops, so it... How would you describe how it looks? It kind of wilts down, but it's meant to wilt down yes. a little bit.
1: So the flower actually droops over and... At- like the flower st- um, I'm gonna say stem. we great horticultural I star, know. <laughs> what is the part of the? It's inside the flower that like sticks out though. I used to know this, but the flower faces downward. Yes.
0: And it is a great plant for your nectar-loving birds. Hummingbirds love red columbine. Orioles love red columbine. Uh, I know I was reading some insects like it a lot. So if you want some hummingbirds to come into your garden, that's at least one of the plants you can plant here. Perfect. (laughs) Yes.
1: Um... Then, yeah, we weren't shot after today. Like, car ride was really quiet heading to lunch. We ate at, what is the place called Pavement.
0: Again? We ate at a place called Pavement in Front Royal. We've eaten there before and loved the place. The and food it, is good. The food is very good. It, it is a... It's barbecue. Yeah, it's a... Um, folks bought an old gas station and converted it into a restaurant. So they use the spot where the pumps were as their smoking area, which is kind of awesome. So we walk in there. No one... Oh, here we go again. Sorry, friends. No one (laughs) is wearing masks. So we're seated and we get the only masked waitress waitress in the place who clearly had the biggest stick-up-her-ass... Yo. What like, the fuck is going on? Either it's the shirt I was we- wearing. Which, yeah, what Which is your shirt? <laughs> so, there is an ultra marathon a virtual that's now gone on for 2 years called the East versus West Coast Mar- uh, Ultra and this year they added a third coast, which is kind of funny because it's the Midwest. Anywho, ha, the t-shirt is three mountains giving the finger to each other, <laughs> which is a, a hilarious, and they're all smiling. It's it's a sweet little shirt, I gotta tell you. Yes, but it, it's very cute. Yes, and I don't know if that was it, if it, we were, because we were not wearing masks and she had to serve us. I don't know what the fuck was wrong with this chick, but very cold, bare minimum, I was giving a small tip.
1: But the food was still good. It was good. I still recommend this place, Front Royal. It's the service we provide to you section hikers, giving you all of the dives and food locations throughout the East Coast trails. That's
0: right. Goddammit, The other servers were lovely.
1: Yes. So I still recommend it. Yep. Um...
0: What else?
1: That's really that, all that's I day. have for trail because it was yeah. such a small section and such a lovely little section. There's nothing really, like, crazy to talk about, like, last week. Um, for trail talk, unless you have any other stuff about the trail itself. I'm
0: trying to think. Um, no. No, not really.
1: So I have another book recommendation.
0: Oh, my goodness.
1: Um, Renegade History by Thaddeus Russell. Um, That's why you tune into this podcast, because not only do you get trail shit, but you get history shit. That's right. So this is a, at least new to me, interpretation of history. He is accrediting a lot of the freedoms that we enjoy to the lowest end people on society. So for example... You have a weekend, you have a two-day weekend where you do not have to go to work or, in my case, you turn it into a three-day weekend because you just don't show up. (laughs) (laughs) The reason that you have that is because in the 18th century and early 19th century, when farmers started coming into the cities and working in factories, they did not understand the concept of 9 to, I guess that back then it would be like 6 a.m. to 8 p.m., like 12, 13, 14-hour days, showing up on time, leaving on time. They are used to working with the sun. They're used to um, stopping for breaks whenever they feel like it. So they would just show up whenever they wanted, leave whenever they wanted. Friday was fucking party time. You start drinking. You continue that into Saturday. Even though you're supposed to be working Saturday, you're just working on the job. Um, Sunday... And drinking on the job. And drinking on the job. Sunday, you're pretty much hungover, but you continue to drink if you show up. And by Monday, you're done. After three days of drinking, you're done. You just don't show up on Monday. And <laughs> history books like to give credit for the weekend to unions. No, that is a lie. Eventually, the managers and the owners... Just all alright, we give up. Like, we can't get work out of these people Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. We'll give them two days and hopefully the rest of the days they'll work. And uh, that's what happens. So you can thank that freedom. Uh, You can credit drunk slackers. Um, Whores and madams.
0: We love whores and madams. Don't we,
1: Crank? I do now. (laughs) Um... (laughs) So, ladies having just the concept of ladies having and making money. Yeah. Um, prostitutes and madams and brothel owners were the first women to do that. Um, first women to wear makeup. First career. Yeah. Yeah, first uh, career outside of the home. Uh, the color red, wearing the color red, walking around without a male chaperone in public. <gasps> Am I your chaperone? Fuck no. All right, good. Um, (laughs) Am am I a whore then? I don't know. I don't think so. Okay, good. I wouldn't know. Okay. Um, (laughs) I'm questioning my life choices now. (laughs) Defending them. Getting tattoos and going on trail. But all of the things that modern women do were considered low class and whoreish back in the day. And... Um, these madams and whores pioneered it and broke that ground. Uh, alcohol. The mob. So, prohibition. This one, I think most people know. Um, but the mob, every drop of liquor from 1919 to 1933 was brought in by the mob. Think Boardwalk Empire. Yup. Um, I think everyone kind of knows that. We've been, you know, that is something that public schools do teach But what they don't teach is the first jazz clubs like Louis Armstrong and the first gay bars, the only gay bars, were owned by Italian mobsters uh, because they really didn't care who paid their rent just as long as they got rent. Um, And for a while, up until 1969, the only gay bars were mob-owned. And then um, Christopher Street, the, mm-hmm. the riot, yeah. Downtown? Yep, 1969, Christopher Street riot. Uh, the federal government made the police go in to get the mob, not the gays that were in there, not the homosexuals that were in there, but go after the mob. And the, you know, the homosexuals that were in there said, uh, no, this is our place. We're defending it and the christopher street riots 1969 that's the actual backstory behind it and that ended the practice of police raiding gay bars. um excellent yeah so this one's a little bit controversial but it is in line with juneteenth so the concept of vacation pioneered by slaves if you were a homesteader you have to make all your own clothes make process the wood to build your cabin
0: Now, homesteader, you mean...
1: Like, out in the, you know, the frontier, building your own home on your own land.
0: All right. For those that don't know what a homesteader is. Yes. And even
1: back in the cities, you're working, you know, 14-hour days in the factories. Um, The American work ethic is not always a good thing. Like, people worked extremely (laughs) hard. But slaves because not much was expected of them, could kind of slack on the job. They would run away for a week to literally just catch a break, go into the woods, come back when they got tired of that or needed food. Um, That pioneers the concept of a vacation. So I highly recommend this book because a lot of the freedoms that you take for granted did not come from unions or feminists or activists or it came from very unexpected lower rungs
0: of society I am looking forward to reading this book soon Yeah, Yeah. so Renegade History, Thaddeus Russell we we will link it in the show notes that was quite an excellent book review, and you're not even done. I'm only on page 55. <laughs> oh, okay. There's a so jam-packed full of goodies. Uh, what else? I don't know. I
1: think that might be it because we did such a short section today. I highly recommend any section in the Shenandoah. This section was particularly lovely. It's I'm not going to rate it because for us, this is... Our goal is to hike the entire trail. This was kind of our job today to get that done.
0: Yeah, we will be back next weekend. We are going up to New Hampshire and we will be climbing Mount Madison. This has been a year in the making. We tried to do Mount Madison last summer, but we were in the middle of a hurricane and decided to turn around about a quarter mile from the summit. So this is the redemption hike. Well, actually, that's something that we should talk about real quick.
1: Um, okay. But so, wait, there's more. Yes. So you got cold. You had the first sign of hypothermia is shivering. Yep. Um. So you started to shiver. You were cold. This was last July. Yeah. In the middle of a hurricane. Mm-hmm. Raining. Um, that summit is over. It's over five thousand feet not closer to 6,000. We were only a few hundred feet from the top. Um, Now, this is poor planning on our part. Um, You didn't have a change of clothes, but you started to get cold as we were heading into Alpine, and Mm -hmm. it it was only going to get colder because there were going to be less and less trees. You don't fuck around with hypothermia. Um, Trust your partner. Your partner says, I'm feeling this way, I'm this... Like don't fuck around with that. We turned. We were 200 feet from the summit. We turned around because you trust your fucking hiking partner, and you don't fuck around.
0: Yeah, it was less than a quarter mile. I still feel bad. <laughs> that's all right. We're. I it still up this feel year. bad. No, I think that's a
1: really important lesson. Yes.
0: Excellent. Yes. Now yeah. I'm done. Okay. Now he's done. <laughs> Anywho, yes. Yeah, so a week from today we will be doing that and coming back at you for a review of Mount Madison. Hopefully it'll be a beautiful, non-rainy day. But only time will tell. Alright. I think that's it. We are about uh, 28 minutes in. I think that's pretty good. Alrighty, y'all. So, like us, love us on the gram is rocks underscore and underscore roots underscore pod. I have not... Plugged us in a while on the IG. Follow the crank at Cranky Mix Stumbles. Don't follow me, and we will be back at you next week. Seven days. Ciao.